Today is September the 29th. What's the difference between gossip and informed concern? Let's find out together as we read 1 Corinthians chapters 1 through 6. We've finished the book of Romans, uh, the next letter of Paul, uh, 1 Corinthians, uh, we now turn to. Uh, the arrangement of Paul's letters appears to be from the longest to the shortest. Um, so uh, there's actually some question whether 1 Corinthians was written before 2 Corinthians. Personally, I think it was, but I do recognize the arrangement is not primarily a chronological arrangement. It's an arrangement due to size. So in 1 Corinthians, what we have is an actual letter. Now, we commonly refer to Corinthians as the epistle of Paul. There's actually a distinction between epistles and letters. Epistles are written so that anyone can read them and benefit from them. A letter is written to a specific recipient with a specific situation that needs to be addressed. That's what Paul does in 1 Corinthians. We start with very um, uh, predictable letter writing conventions. Paul, chosen by the will of God, to the church in Corinth. That's the way all letters at this time would start. Then there is a greeting, an initial greeting, an initial prayer for God's blessing. The actual letter starts in chapter 1, verse 10. Now, the structure of Corinthians is very simple. There are three sections. In the first section, Paul responds to what he has been told by someone who has come from Corinth. That runs from chapter 1 through chapter 6. Beginning in chapter 7, Paul says, Now regarding the questions that you ask in your letter, the second session deals with three questions that they had that they wanted to ask Paul. And the final section begins in chapter 10. Chapter 10, verse 1. No, I don't want you to forget. <laughs> and Paul goes on talking about things that he wants them to know and understand. Today, we're just going to look at the first section. What are the things that Paul heard about Corinth? The first thing is that there were divisions in the church. From chapter 1 through chapter 4, Paul talks about those divisions, and he encourages the Corinthians to live without those divisions, to live instead in the joy of unity that God has given them. In that unity, look at what Paul says in chapter 3, verse 9. He says, some of you follow Apollos, some of you follow me. Stop doing that. Both Apollos and I, verse 9, were both God's workers. You are God's field. You are God's building. And then later, 
in chapter 3, verse 16. Don't you realize that all of you together are the temple of God and the Spirit of God lives in you? Now, frequently, we talk about us individually being God's temple. And while Paul does say that elsewhere in this particular passage, just like he does in the book of Ephesians, he says, when you come together, you are God's temple. And together, God dwells in you. This is what Paul is saying. Don't let there be divisions among you. When you are together, you're powerful. Now, starting in verse in chapter 5, Paul talks about a very particular issue of sexual immorality. Verses 1 and 2 of chapter 5. I can hardly believe the report about the sexual immorality going on among you, something that even pagans don't do. I'm told that a man in your church is living in sin with his stepmother. You're so proud of yourselves. You should be mourning in sorrow and shame. Remove this man from your fellowship. Now, Paul goes on. He talks about sexual immorality, but he spends more time talking about the difference between our freedom in Christ. He says that freedom is not freedom from morality. It's not a freedom to do whatever we want. It's a freedom to live in obedience to God. And this man is certainly not obeying God. Now, we started this devotional with a question. What's the difference between gossip and informed concern? I realized once, many years ago, it sort of marked um, at least one aspect of my leadership and certainly what I tried to do in terms of gossip after that. In chapter 1, verse 11, he says, well, in, in verse 10, he says, I have heard. In verse 11, he says, some members of Chloe's household have told me about your quarrels. Then he goes on. What's the difference between gossip and concern? Gossip consistently says, they say. Informed concern happens when those who carry the message are willing to put their name on it. Friends, please don't go to others in your church and say, Everyone's saying, everyone knows. If you go to your pastor and he says, hey, may I go to the person you're talking about and use your name? Tell him yes. When you say no, that's gossip. But informed concern puts your name on the issue that's being talked about. That keeps it from being gossip and moves it to the level of something that can actually be dealt with and changed. 
like, follow, and subscribe to this devotional on whatever platform you use to listen to it. Email your questions to us at questions at becomehope.com. Tomorrow, we'll answer the question, what was the early church, and especially the church at Corinth, concerned about?